Yay, beer. Yay, beer. Should you do some trucker speed now or whatever they did to get over beer? Yeah. Trucker speed? Yeah, it was like no doze or whatever. They did, yeah, they did something that yeah, was like took... that was like that to like well, we sobered up by by doing some trucker speed. I'm like, you're gonna come home like freaking out and a little drunk. This is not gonna help. <laughs> well, trucker yeah. speed sounds scarier than just speed. <laughs> mm, trucker speed kills truckerly. Also, yeah, mm. yeah, trucker before most things makes them scarier. Like a hat. Oh, that's nice. A trucker hat. Oh no. Oh, or no. like trucker trucker dinner. It's probably like a shittier dinner. It's a regular dinner, yeah. but with little mud flaps with sexy ladies on it. <laughs> yeah, you feel big. Oh, God. It's, yeah. it's a normal dinner that can't see a bicyclist. Oh, God, oh, you're right. Geez. Every time, like, oh, man, I'm going to go shopping for some pants. What kind of pants? Trucker pants. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't want to hang out with you anymore. I'm going to a strip club. What oh, kind of a condom? I just have a trucker condom. A trucker strip club is so scary. Trucker right. condom sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 220. We have now done as many episodes as the voltage of power outlets in most of Europe and Asia. Boom. Speaking of things that are too distant to make me feel anything, this week we're talking about perks of being a wallflower. Uh, I think you're talking about your heart, Alex. (laughs) No, no, I mean, this is like 92, so... It's oh, fair enough. In high school. Both of those are too far away for me to feel anything about Okay, them. okay. Uh, and Europe. Uh, <laughs> this week, we're talking about Perks of Being a Wallflower by Stephen Chabowski, uh, <laughs> which, besides having a lot of consonants in his name, uh, is, a, is a sponsored book. That's what I'll say. This is a sponsored topic. First of all, you can get it, uh, and you can give it if you wanted to get it for somebody for Christmas presents. You could get it from read-weep.com slash Amazon, and a percentage would go to us. But this episode is sponsored by Sarah, the greatest friend who ever lived, who says this, quote, I chose this book uh, as a Christmas present for my best friend, Caitlin. She loves your podcast, and we always said this would be something uh, this would be something interesting for you guys to discuss. And I figured this would be my Christmas present of sorts to you guys, as this is going to be much more tolerable than some of the other things you've been given, I hope. Uh, I aim to thank, not to punish. Which is so nice, because everyone else aims to punish. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> So, if you guys want to force us to read a topic of your choice, go to readdeshweep.com right now. Click on the green dollar sign, and you can sponsor an episode. Also, hi, Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, uh, Caitlin. Yeah. yeah. Merry yeah. Christmas. Uh, or happy holidays if you support the war on Christmas. Um, <laughs> as we talk you, more Alex, about. you've taken a side, I see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so excited to read Sarah Palin's book next week. Anyway, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, 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 it's kind of fun because rarely do I have the chance to completely ruin a Christmas present to a third party. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just shit all over yeah, it. I'm not planning on it, but, like, if I suck today, I'm yeah. ruining someone else's Christmas present. Oh, it's present. true. You're in the position. <laughs> I'm in that position. Yeah. I don't want to do it, but it feel like it could happen. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Now you know what it feels like to be the brave uh, men and women of UPS delivering uh, <laughs> <laughs> com slash Amazon gifts. <laughs> true. <laughs> Go to readersweep.com sponsored episode today. Uh, let me introduce you to your panel. I'm your host. I'm Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And uh, here are some of my friends. First up, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter in San Francisco, California. It's Ezra Fox. <laughs> 
dear friend, uh, I, I'm in some shit, man. <laughs> dear stranger, here is some sad thoughts. <laughs> hey, I hope you didn't clear your schedule. You might be crying for a while. Also joining us today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Chris Smith. Dear Charlie, I see that you're smart, and because I'm an English teacher, I'm going to reach out to you through the power of books that everyone has already read. <laughs> <laughs> Love, teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The- or sorry, contract- contractually changed to best regards, teacher. <laughs> no yeah. hugs, no touching, teacher. Yeah. Buddy hugs, <laughs> platonically <laughs> yours, teacher. It did seem that like there was a chance he was going to be creepy, and then he thankfully was not. Also, no, the yeah. creepy came from a different direction entirely. That was like that mm. was like the Scooby Doo creepy, where they rip off the mask, and all of a sudden, like we never seen this person before. It's the creepy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also joining us today, she's at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter uh, in Chicago, Illinois. It's our unwitting Twilight expert, Sarah Hathaway. <laughs> I'm really very pretty, even though I have low self esteem. <laughs> I, I think you're the kind of person who would like you to could not, not be, be more attractive if you tried with that combination, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, every single girl in this book was deemed to have low self-esteem, but still be very pretty. <laughs> this is this book is called Boys with Low Self-Esteem Telling Women That They Have Low Self-Esteem. Yeah, I think it's also called Perks of Being a Slut Shamer. <laughs> <laughs> Perks of Being a Slut Shamer. Perks of Being good. a Total Bummer. <laughs> yeah, perks of being a bummer. Uh, also, so Sarah, you were specifically requested by by Sarah, the greatest friend who ever lived, who not only shares your name, uh, but also is in, enthusiastic for your ability to review things and thought you would enjoy this. Oh, that's very sweet. I did, I did find this very interesting. I have specific thoughts, so I think we'll get a good discussion out of it. <laughs> I have a general thought. I, I have some specific thoughts as well. Uh, yeah, I don't think I feel... I, I did not feel like I was rewarded... Uh, so much, but I did not feel like I was entirely punished either. No, I, f- I felt feelings, guys. No, oh, I, I don't usually feel those. Oh, well, I'm broken, so. <laughs> <laughs> but let's find out what happened in the book. Uh, in case you don't remember this from when you read it with the title "Catcher in the Rye," Chris, <laughs> please summarize yes. this book in the style of an anonymous letter. Sure thing. By else. which I mean, every two pages, could you just tell me the date again? Let's round to December 2013. (laughs) We read a book set in the 1991-1992 school year. Remember that, everybody? Uh, Charlie is a 15-year-old kid starting high school. And, dear reader, you know high school. It sucked. This book is meant to underline... That high school sometimes sucks, and being for pretty much a everybody. teenager sometimes sucks. Yeah, for pretty much Some everybody. Some people take it harder you know? than others, but pretty much for everybody in the book, it sucks. Well, and you're, you're right to say that some people take it harder than others, Alex, because Charlie takes it super <laughs> duper hard. He is hyper smart, but very shy and very emotionally sensitive. Thus, the perks of being a wallflower is about him, the wallflower. And despite his wallflower nature, he actually goes out and makes a couple of friends, which is pretty important. He meets uh, Patrick, uh, who is gay and uh, very cool. And there's Sam, who's a girl named Sam, which already, you know, she's the best. She's pretty cool. Um, And she is his crush. She is super popular, but both suffer from low self-esteem. Not as low as Charlie's, but pretty low self-esteem. Wait, so that's the the wallflower part. Where were the perks part? 
Well, the perks were the making out he did. Yeah, he definitely got some making out. Yeah, but not being a wallflower, people also get to make out. Yeah, he also read a lot of books and listened to a lot of the Smiths, but I I get it. He got really good at Rocky Horror. (laughs) So, (laughs) Charlie. These are perks that would get someone to buy (laughs) something if they were not already interested in being a wallflower. (laughs) So, Charlie's really shy, but through this friend group uh, and the smoking of cigarettes, marijuana, and dropping acid, he comes out of his shell a little bit. A little, not much. All it takes but, is you know, all of that for him to. A little no, bit I know, and drinking, shell. and yeah, and and there's this English teacher that gives him books to read, so he's always uh, commenting on these books um, that he's reading and and telling us in the form of letters because every few pages he does have to date and sign another chapter. Um, Which, for those of you thinking about writing a book this way, does get a little yeah. grading. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much just end it and start a new chapter. Same effect. <laughs> I mean, this is where like the audio. But don't you really get the flat, feeling right? that he's moving through time rather than just saying it's prom to have a date that says it's prom? This is this is exactly the same issue I think with audiobooks and like the um, uh, the letter, the emails, oh, the email, in, f- oh. yeah, the emails in uh, Fifty Shades because like yeah, there, there are some things you just skip over, and audiobook right. readers are so like professional they don't want to skip, skip over, over anything. It. Yeah, consummate professional. I think that's, yeah. Exactly, yeah. that's exactly right. Yeah. But anyway, so some stuff happens. You know, he has a falling out with his friends. He gets really sad. Then he gets back together. Like, he repairs things with his friends. So he's friends again. And the school year happens. But his friends are all seniors. And so they're leaving uh, to go to college. And he gets bummed out again. Basically, whenever anything happens, Charlie either gets bummed out. No, no. He gets bummed out. (laughs) And then he explores the depths of his bummed outness Uh through substance abuse. Yeah. And then he'll recover from that. Say, I'm never doing that again. And then yeah. relapses. He's one of those well, or more be like, dear friend, I can tell you I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> yeah. Love Charlie. Yeah. But um, Wait, so, anyway, okay, so thing, if you it's revealed book, at the right? end, at the very Hold on, fucking Chris, end. Hold on, for, if you read oh, a book yeah. in the first person, it's yeah. sort of like a letter to me, and you just don't have to sign it every chapter, right? Isn't that just how book yeah. writing works? Well, and the passage of time sure. is indicated by a break between the paragraphs. But it Charlie's could. too special to just address a wide audience. He needs to address his specific friend who is vaguely described as someone who doesn't try to hook up at parties. Yeah, he could have. Yeah. Oh, he could have, but he didn't. Yeah, yeah he could have. also, you know, these are confessions. Was, you know, you're getting the, the real the real deal from Charlie. Well, right, but he wrote it to some because I hook up at parties, so he wrote it to someone that's not me. And so, oh, we know you're oh. cool. So I feel like <laughs> I feel like the whole time I was like, I, not the intended audience. I'm not this guy. I'm not the guy he's writing to. So it feels weird that I have to listen to all of this. I like yeah. the idea of the opposite of this cool guy is someone who would hook up at parties but can't. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I should have said. That's more me. <laughs> yeah, because because down doesn't mean uh, successful. Yeah, <laughs> I would totally do it. Man. <laughs> yeah, Can't would you hook up at a party when a child is in the room? That's the real question this well, book poses. Yeah, that is a much more important issue. Oh man, I forgot uh, about that scene. Yeah, that thanks. Was yeah, oh, sorry, I'm leaving way ahead. Bit. You are, and that's no, the one scene that takes one away the, fun, the perks of being DTF. Um, oh, uh, oh, Chris, you yeah. actually you're about to share with us the uh, the stunning ending. You were. <laughs> oh yeah, the stunning ending that is. Not really alluded, but like basically after everything's wrapped up and a bow is just about to be tied on this school year, Charlie comes to the important self-realization that he's been molested every week by his now dead aunt. 
uh, you know, when he was a kid and he undergoes a severe psychic trauma, I guess, uh, because of this, uh, of course, the sudden realization that he'd been blocking this memory and then it comes back to him. And then he just is in an insane asylum for a couple months or sorry, a psychiatric hospital, yeah. um, for a couple months. Yeah, and, then, and then, and then he's slowly going to get better. Yeah. Arkham Asylum. <laughs> yeah. Let's call it. Swear to me. <laughs> Where he puts on some rubber masks and experiments with evil characters he could be. <laughs> Dear friend, I'm never going to uh, try to rob Gotham again. Yeah. Right. All of these Dear friend, poisoning like... Gotham's water supply was a mistake. <laughs> Let me tell you. Love always, Joker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's it's a bummer of an ending, although I was pretty sure that this was a, this whole thing was a suicide note, and so I was actually pleasantly surprised <laughs> oh right he's like well it's not he live you just thought yeah, it was the ima- you thought it was the rap song stan yeah uh, yeah by Eminem. exactly right it seemed like stan and now i'm like so excited that he was okay you were so excited for the damn at the end of it <laughs> yeah dear slim <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and M, when he sings that song he like gets to that point and is like oh like he hadn't looked ahead in the lyrics he was singing just no. like really bummed to get to that point it's like, oh man i can't believe this thing I'm reading. Yeah. It's always a bummer. I'm so surprised by the <laughs> ending. <laughs> that's what sells me on it. All right. Well, that's a downer, but let's talk about the uppers now. Let's do the compliment sandwich. Everybody <laughs> is going to have to say one nice thing at the beginning the, and one nice the, thing at the end. The perkliment sandwich? Yeah. Yeah. You find the perks of this. <laughs> the perks of reading, perks of being a wallflower. Uh, we'll make it a compliment sandwich in, 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 in this order. Sarah, you have the right to go first or last in the opening compliment. What do you prefer? Um, I will go first. Excellent. Well, lay us lay your perk on us. Uh, so Charlie said that uh, he used to call pizza crusts pizza bones. Oh, that was gonna be my compliment. <laughs> yeah, that's that why too. we're first. The perks of being the first yeah. flower. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only part of the book where I smiled the entire time. Pizza yeah, me bones. too. I was super charmed by this. That is an excellent way to describe pizza crusts. Yeah. I that's the only time I liked Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna go second because my I was gonna use that I was actually gonna do a combo combo. I was gonna include that and the thing he said right before it, which is that he had two grandmas and he called one cookies grandma and the other one candy grandma. Mm. and uh i i those are both those are both pretty fun i I like how different people separate their grandmas and sometimes like sometimes they have like the like if there was a German grandma, right? Or like you have like the different language for it. But uh, co- distinguishing by what treats they give you is by far the best one I've heard. So I mean, yes, we're all on Team Cookies, Grandma, right? I mean, it depends it's a on the candy. Thing. I mean, I imagined Werther's Originals automatically. Oh yeah, that would be not <laughs> yo, as good. Grandma. Yo, that's ages, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of problems. <laughs> my my grandma was from my my Oma was uh, on my mom's side was from Holland, and she had some of the worst candy, but some great cookies. <laughs> oh. so they had like worst Worcester's Originals. Yeah, yeah, they were really into like black licorice flavored candies. Oh, that is bad. Things mm. you can't eat. But her cookies were good. But had her had she been like Reese's grandma. Mm. That like Grandma Reese's and I could hang out all the time. Oh my god, you guys, you guys! Um, <laughs> they should have sponsorship deals. Like candy makers should have sponsorship deals with grandmas, right? Well, because that's how you get kids hooked on candy in the first place. It's true. That is true. It's like the Happy Meal. Yeah. So it's like like who is like and she's like I don't know like her her bag would have like a like a sticker on the side. It's like Snickers or something like that, and like she'd have like go to all like the grandma meetups. Choosy grandmas um, choose Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I get behind this. Get tested yeah, but what if you end approved. up with? Oh, but what if you have the three musketeers, Grandma? Mm. Yeah, really? You, you that, that's not know. so bad. No, I mean, like, I like bad. Three Musketeers as a refreshing break from the tyranny of Snickers and Milky Way. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's more of a it's more of a neutral candy. It's fine, and you get the most volume for your candy money with a with Three Musketeers. Yeah, it's light. I just oh, I didn't like those ads where they're like, "Hey, ladies, you want a oh, diet yeah. chocolate?" <laughs> I don't remember that. Maybe, yeah, it's sort of the Snackwell's equivalent of like, "Oh, it's sugar, but it's low fat." Yeah, Wait, I like yeah. the Snickers one, which is like, are, do you need a meal? Eat a candy bar. <laughs> uh, here's, a que- here's a question, guys. Like, okay, so they have like the inside, the chocolate's good, right? That's why I have Hershey's. And then like, it's like, okay, add nougat. And that's why I have like Three Musketeers. And add caramel. That's why I have Milky Way. Uh-huh. And like, you know, add sn- a peanut butter. And that's why I have Snickers. But like, was there anything where you just like left out the chocolate and just said like, here's a pile of nougat? <laughs> no, that would be really uh, well, gross. Payday is just uh, payday is just yeah, the nuts payday. and the caramel. Right? Yeah, yeah, I know nuts yeah. and the caramel. Yeah, pa- they left out the chocolate. Is a naked candy bar. But was there yeah. ever just like they said like, okay, the nougat's the strong part here's of this? <laughs> a square of nougat. Put our best yeah. forward. Here's some nougat. I guess some maybe nougat. a confectioner's, but it's only for the rich. <laughs> I like the way you described that, Ezra. It made it sound like uh, like a Three Musketeers was like the first trimester of a full candy. <laughs> it was like that's the phase, and then it's gonna get dipped in caramel. I'm like, no, yeah, it's mostly oh, ready. See, I'm a Milky Way man. I'll abort that after trimester two. <laughs> oh jeez, a real family has a full Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, two point three of them, in fact. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think it's, I think it's <laughs> not. The point three is a fun size. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, uh, Ezra, why don't you be next? What's your uh, major compliment? Okay, so at one point, um, Mary Elizabeth, who is uh, the girl that uh, Charlie hooks up with before he gets to hook up with um, Sam. Yeah. Because she likes him, not because it seems like well, he genuinely likes her. She likes that he lets her talk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> and she, she, she was on with the zine, right? Yeah, she had the punk rock. Yeah, scene. yeah, and yeah. The opinions. Yeah. So, um, what? So she asks him to a Sadie Hawkins dance, where like you know, Sadie Hawkins dances, where girls get to ask guys. And I just love the idea of like other kind of variations where people like decide who to go with. So like, <laughs> I thought of like a, a just a, a random draw. Um, the Ezra also, Fox dance is where someone who doesn't like you gets to choose who you go with. <laughs> exactly. Um, a com- like a computerized seed where we just like we um. Oh, where we, you uh, rank people? Well, yeah, where, you know, where oh, it's like first you'd have to rank people, right? Yeah, well, well I was computer, thinking if you have a version rank, where it's the like the coaches would all vote. Yeah, they or the like AP poll or some of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> best best sophomore yeah. goes to. Well, so wait, so wait, is this one of those where is it like the bowl system where number 1 goes on a date with number 2 or is this like the NCAA tournament where the 1 seed has goes with the 16 seed? <laughs> That's what I was thinking of actually. <laughs> well, there's no process of elimination except for snow, slow dancing. No, 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 where and you so figure out every who's slow the, dance. You figure out who is the worst dancer in the couple. And that person goes home. Or they go to yeah, the Louvre's bracket. Yeah, palms gets out. Yeah. Every time. Uh, yeah. And um. there will be checks for juicing. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, in this case, the process of pouring juice in your hands to make them sweatier. Or, yeah. Yes. I guess uh, pouring juice in the other person's hands, right? It'd make them seem sweatier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like it, Ezra. I, I, I'd like other... Uh, other ways. Sadie Hawkins was really not that, not that foresighted. She was just... She stopped in this idea's infancy. Yeah, right. There's way more. The the last one I had on my list was um, maybe some kind of intricate game of cupcake dodgeball. So you might tell me later what that means. Okay. <laughs> I would also Sounds like just great. a teacher's choose where the teachers are like, oh, these two would be cute together. 
Oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Um, nobody ooh, would ooh. be cute with Gerald. Hmm. Yeah. What about um no. and no one's uh, cute so with sometimes they have like uh like a curated list of like like on Spotify they have like you know like what does Imagine Dragons listen to right now? Sure, and they have yeah, like the their expert like, playlist. Yeah, yeah. So like they could have that, like, you know, like Zoe Deschanel chooses like who you should go with. <laughs> like <laughs> the entire idea of celebrities picking 10th grade couples is just a little weird. I love great. it. I like that the, that Zoe Deschanel has agreed to this. <laughs> I think she'd be on board. <laughs> She's expanding her brand. She is. <laughs> the, the Deschanel dance. Uh, awesome. That leaves you, Chris. What is your major compliment? What is your major perk? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, this is just a, a big, big shout out to Sarah, the, the greatest and best friend uh, in the world that's ever existed. Mm-hmm. Um, because this book, as a healthy reprieve, takes place in the real goddamn world. <laughs> Nobody has superheroes. <laughs> Nobody's a vampire. There's no future dystopia, no space laser tag, no hollowed out husks of cities to climb in jungle gyms. <laughs> and it's also 1991. So we don't even have to deal with fucking stupid smartphones or cell phones or anything yeah, like it's just cor- about people whose battery always dies <laughs> yeah well that's cute <laughs> <laughs> but like you know it's just people hanging out having to talk to each other and and even this book takes place in letters and it's just such a simple time and it just felt like such a relief that i didn't have to explain in a world <laughs> where the undead live and a small group of secret agents fight the underworld in new york city or anything like that like, Man, that's a really interesting easy. point. When was the last thing we read that was not? You know, uh, the last. It's thing been we, at least a month. Is the last thing we participated in that was not supernatural was dads. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's which supernatural was all, in a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. supernaturally racist. In a world uh, where everyone sucks more than you thought possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, and just. Yeah, from right. from me personally, Sarah. We really do. I hadn't even... I mean, it's weird. Maybe I should have noticed that already. But we do <laughs> lean yeah. heavily towards things that are not real. Holy shit. I'm just looking over this. Yeah, I'm like, know. yeah. <laughs> like, show, we did Showgirls. Yeah, the rare... Exactly right. The rare... Show oh, girls. yeah, because Showgirls is real. <laughs> in, a, in a world where gravity does not affect body parts. <laughs> I mean, the deadliest catch is a reality show, but it's still basically crab catching is your superpower. Oh... I forgot about that. I thought all the crabs were tiny unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> There's not. This is my melody, and it's just the waver's fantasy. But I know if you're in love with me tonight, raving through the night, this is my melody. Uh, well, so let's do this. Let's uh, let's get into our anchor segment now, our hate segment. Uh, let's let's just sit down. Be really thoughtful and create a, a mix hate for somebody. <laughs> pick out nice. Pick out some things we hate. Put them in order. Oh yeah, it's nineteen ninety one. So to remind you, there are mixtapes referenced all Ooh. the time. Can we can we put on some red hate chili peppers? We can. Yeah, or the smay hates. <laughs> my second half of my hate tape is going to be all the same ha- hates as the first half, just so you can really appreciate them again the second time around. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, what, why not that's give a, a second way to make a mixtape? That's what he did. That made me real angry. That's a genuine hate I have. (laughs) Give me one full tape, Charlie. Lazy tape making. Mm Because it's going to repeat anyway. Think of four more songs by the Smiths that I might like. (laughs) Um, I I got a hate, actually. So they 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 like Rocky Horror a lot. Yeah. And honestly... Like, Rocky Horror is really great at making me feel like I'm not in on the joke. 
<laughs> that's that's about all I can say for it. So you would be yeah. the kind of person who would have to hump a giant stuffed Gumby doll on stage every single time. Yeah, every single time. I feel like I, every time is like always like a virgin for me. <laughs> well, like even if you go and you get it, you still is like it's really surprising when just like toast hits you in the face. <laughs> it's just. It is a really it's a it's a hard demographic to get into. I don't mm-hmm. yeah. I don't fully comprehend the idea. I mean, I know it's about friendship, but still like they go to the same show every weekend. That's hard. It's like the mixtape thing though, right? You could have gone to two different shows, but he did it. He made us go a second time to reinforce yeah, yeah, yeah. that and, he and, liked yeah. it. Yeah. You're a different person then. So here's a giant hate I have for this book. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, even with a lot of stuff that I think is very sharply observed and accurate, I had a big problem with Charlie because he's the type of every man hyper intelligent child that authors insist on writing like it's a person that exists. Yeah. And it, he went back and forth from being extremely smart, extremely literate, extremely like hyper verbal and adult like. To being really, really childlike and, and like dumbest. repressed, yeah, and really yeah. stupid. Like his his vocabulary and mannerisms went back and forth from about a seven year old to about a thirty year old, yeah. and I found that really yeah. distracting. And some of that might have been intentional with the author trying to be like, "Hey, this is sometimes I don't know. Maybe he was trying to make a statement about like abuse victims, which is also really problematic. Yeah. But you know, like it just it really bothered me to have like." no handle on who this kid was or how smart he was or what he thought about things. I I yeah. felt like this was one of those classic like kid written by adult who forgot what it was like to be a kid. Yeah. It just did not seem like any kid I've ever talked to or been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, saying things like and then the adults all got really silent. Adults do that sometimes. Yeah, that kind of thing. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I think we'll, 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 we probably will we'll, we'll learn later that, like the Bible, like these letters from Charlie were actually written by many people over like several hundreds of years. <laughs> oh, translated oh. several times. Yeah, the author's <laughs> intent was pure, but like the the physical so medium funny. of the computer keys really marred the message. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you guys took enough time to appreciate how funny the idea is that this was written by multiple authors. <laughs> yeah, this is a composite. That's terrorist. a really. Fun- it's so good. Okay, what if it was actually like, uh, like Charlie's like an acronym actually for like some kind of like Watson or Deep Blue style like supercomputer, and it's just oh. sort of like drawing. So it's it's actually C dot H dot A and it's run sort running some sort of program that is like book equals erection plus depression plus pop culture <laughs> reference. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He missed like a, I don't know. He missed like a, an end like uh, statement, and that's why he's it's looping. Just looping. That's why. He, that's why he's keep on seeing uh, Rocky Horror. It's because we forgot to tell him to stop. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You know, he did take the time though to really give mad props to masturbation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like, just in case you other fifteen year olds really? in the world haven't heard about this thing called touching your junk. Oh God. Give it a go. <laughs> right. Hyper intelligent plus junk. Really. <laughs> That really was the letter where I was just mess like, around in there, heard of see what happens. Let me mention it, just in case. He's like, dear friend, uh, have you ever tried masturbating? God. Wow. Yeah, when, when when the when his his not creepy teacher tells him that he's a genius, uh, he really could have filled in some details there for the teacher. Like, um, I beg to differ. 
yeah. I, I didn't know about masturbating until like last month. And so. when I discovered it, I wrote a letter about it to a stranger. <laughs> Albeit the letter was written in a very shaky hand. <laughs> written with one hand. So here's something that I was I'm, I'm concerned about. Uh, maybe you guys can help me out here. So he is depressed for the whole book. Sure, but as am I now. Don't you? But don't you think his English teacher's selection of literature for him was contributing? Yeah, you don't think reading Naked Lunch and The yeah, Stranger back to back, Stranger to yeah. a clearly depressed freshman in high school, like uh, I don't know, give him Lord of the Rings, and then he'll have something to read for the next two years and a built-in friend group. Yeah. <laughs> like, give him something fun at some point, right? There you go. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, what would you? All right, so. It's 1992. What do you recommend to a kid who's depressed? Well, I, I, well, I think Lord of the Rings. I feel good about well, that. Yeah, Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. Great. Yeah, start with The Hobbit because it's a kid's book. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think around like when I was a uh, like not feeling very cool uh, in middle school, I read uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh yeah, it's I love the shit out of that. Yeah, yeah, something with funny. Give in him a deck it, of Magic: know? The Gathering. Yeah. Oh man, if it was like like that early on, you could have some good cards. Yeah. All right. I, I guess that's not. Yeah. You'd be you'd be in a, pogs. Give him some pogs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Give him some beady babies and tell him to keep the tags on it. <laughs> Wait. So hold on. Yeah, because that's fun. That's it's, that's a fun activity for a kid is keeping things hermetically sealed for ten okay. years. Honestly, Charlie might like it. Yeah, he might, a, it's a savings account. He might enjoy that. Oh, I don't know. I just man. it just seems like there's so many fun books in the history of books and that. A middle, that a high school teacher like can get someone who's excited about reading and is doing this extracurricularly, don't give them the fountainhead. Holy crap. If this kid is yeah. like already not feeling good about the world, do not put the stranger in his hand. Yeah. Give him the phantom troll booth <laughs> and let him have a great afternoon. Maybe yeah. like teach his hand how to do the stranger instead. <laughs> and then he's strangers for the afternoon. And, and that's the hate segment. <laughs> Actually, one more hate. He becomes a DJ, and we're supposed to be excited. Wait, what? That happened? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, I missed that he, part. He, that, that he starts making really mixes well. for parties. Yeah. yeah and oh, like, yeah, and he's like, when everyone was talking, I played something really quiet. And then when people were walking around more, I played something dancey. It's like, great. Yeah, finally, that's <laughs> Good that's job, right. Charlie. The world needs someone else who can turn the music down when people are talking. And he grew up to be Pandora. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Pandora to you. Don't walk in the club and expect to hear a song when you haven't even been in the spot that long. Relax and get a drink, spark up a conversation with the opposite sex or a person that's next to you. But the one thing you should never do is bother the DJ. Check them out first, let them play. It may be your birthday or a theme holiday, but chill with the request dress. The following ad was neither required nor approved by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Amazon. This Christmas, buy gifts to manipulate people's feelings. Born in the fires of a space volcano, he bravely fought in the space crusades for both sides. Now, Space Shark travels the galaxy searching for his nemesis, Pirate Lion, righting wrongs and wronging rights. Tonight's episode, Feeling Deep Blue, we find Space Shark and his girlfriend, Piranosaurus, as they close in on Pirate Lion near the Venusian Sea. We've got you cornered, Pirate Lion. Lower your cannons, or you'll be space chum. Ye be nothing but talk, Space Shark. Make your move. <sighs> I mean, I want to eat you to death, but I just can't. I'm too sad. Ark, you do seem depressed. Ark. Ah, uh, what be your problem? Well, 
My girlfriend here, Piranosaurus, and I, we just finished our Christmas gift exchange, and she got me perks of being a wallflower. And he agreed to let me come along and kill you. I love you, Space Shark. I love you too, Pisor. But no, your gift made me feel too sad. It's just a book about a sad kid talking about all the sad books he read and being sad. It's transferred all its sadness onto me. I had no idea it would do that. I can't read books because my flippers are too short to turn the pages. Yar, that be the way with books. They make you feel feelings, so you need to choose wisely. Ah, sad books are a total bummer. Ah. Now, I be evil, so I mostly read books that be evil. Anything by Sarah Palin or Glenn Beck or Ayn Rand will do the trick. Well, that sounds pretty reasonable. But I be an evil genius as well, so I also read books about geniuses, like Jobs or Moneyball. Ah. When I want to feel like a parrot, I read Bill O'Reilly. Ah. Aw, oh, sick burn, parrot. I should have brought you a book about friendship and couples that stay together a long time, like Crossing to Safety by Wallace Stegner. Or how about a book about being the luckiest shark in the universe? Ah, oh, gross. For Christmas, I'd be buying you a book about being a failure on the high seas. Moby Dick. Ah, sick burn. Ah. Then, then I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy you a book about, about somebody who, you, you fucks parrots. Name that book. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it has to exist, right? I'm going to find that book, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy it for you from read-weep.com slash Amazon. So a portion of the sale goes to my favorite podcast, Read It and Weep. I love that show. I use that address for all my Christmas shopping. Oh, you're so thoughtful. Argh, that'd be quite enough PDA. Shut, Shut up, up parrot fucker. fucker. Awkward. Go to read-weep.com slash Amazon so a part of your holiday commerce can become a gift for your favorite podcast. In case you care, when I want to feel announcery, I read Living on Air by famous TV announcer Joe Cipriano. And when I want to feel pretty, I read Model Land by Tyra Banks. Alright, you guys, it is time for another... Read it and weep debate. Guys, so uh, as you know, uh, we allow our sponsors to pick a topic if they have a favorite one. And Sarah, the greatest friend who's ever lived, did suggest that she would like it if we could possibly do it to have us do a debate because that is one of the segments she used to originally get her friend Caitlin into the show. And it worked. They're both here. So uh, yeah, we th- that was the... Uh, that was the catchy Law & Order music, which has nothing to do with debates. That means it's time to debate something. Today's topic, would you like Charlie writing letters to you or not? Would you like to be the person that Charlie writes a letter to? Yes or no? Today on the side of yes, that will be me. On the side of no, Chris. And judging today's yep. debate, Ezra and Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Can you guys give us a quick, quick overview of the rules? Okay, this will be uh let's say two rounds. Um you one will give his or his case. <laughs> um and uh and then the other person will, will have a chance to respond. Uh we will probably make arbitrary decisions and then there will also be an ad hominem attack ad- where you just okay. get, get to get to, you know, say, "Hey, Alex, you're not you're not pulling off those uh, active wear sweatpants the way you think you are. Objection! You're starting early. <laughs> I'm the judge. <laughs> yeah, but, I'm, but I still have feelings. 
<laughs> Too bad sweatpants don't have feelings. <laughs> no, that's actually for the best. If sweatpants had feelings, they would feel depressed all the time. In a world where sweatpants have feelings. <laughs> oh no, this has become one of those books. All right, all right. I just want to find a pair of legs I can hug. <laughs> oh, they Normally cute I eat legs, but yours. <laughs> I'm oh, just God. going to swallow them whole and hang on to them. Wait, but your, your, say it, sweatpants. <laughs> Talking sweatpants. I don't know how I didn't see it coming. Three books later, they finally have sex. And then they have baby sweatpants. Half sweatpants. For babies. <laughs> oh, that's cuter than what I would have said. I guess they'd have a baby wearing sweatpants. Yeah, or no, yeah, yeah, yeah. baby has sweatpants. Born it would in be a, a full, baby. tiny sweatsuit. It would be a baby with sweatpants for legs. Oh. oh man! Hey, do you want to debate? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, Chris, back to it. Since you're the on the aft side, you get to go first. What is your yeah. your opening round? <laughs> oh sure, okay. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen of the court, um, you know, for this book, we're talking about the perks of being a wallflower, in which Charlie sends a bunch of letters to a friend uh, to to tell about his life and what he's going through, and I argue. That the best part of this is not hearing about his problems. No, it's hearing about what pre-grunge and grunge music to bone up on now because it's really on trend and you can hear it in restaurants. And I think that grunge is making a comeback. I don't agree with it, but it's just good to know. Uh, uh, Council Chris, uh, is this like yes. getting sort of like a personalized, uh, I guess, pitchfork recommendation in 1992? It is through the vehicle of narrative Objection. and that was also a super letters. Leading question. Overruled. <laughs> Damn it. Well, obviously. <laughs> yeah, this is like Pitchfork, but older. So it's like ads or something. At Laddle. Wow. You seem yeah. cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. Before Pitchforks. Yeah. Right. I'm very clever. I get it. I, get it. <laughs> I live in Brooklyn. All right. Uh, all right. So my, my opening statement on why I would not want Charlie writing to me uh, were I the character that he was writing to. Uh, because... I don't like when people say love too quickly. And he ended his first letter with love always, and he should not love me yet. It's too soon. He has never met me. <clears throat> not Alex, uh, brief, he's brief cross-examination. Alex. I'll allow it. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Alex, would you agree with the statement that there is not enough love in the world? I would... Ooh, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like we're good on love. I think we've reached peak love. Oh, really? Yeah. I think we're, I think we have, I would say we have like an, a, a good amount of love. You're okay with this? Yeah. I mean, I think we have too many other things, you know, like, uh, like, like snobbery or, or, uh, you know, depression. So if, if, if he signed it anti-depressionally yours <laughs> or not a snobbily yours, yeah. you'd be cool with that? Yeah. Specifically the last one. Cause the first one sounds like it's a medical ad. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like, yeah, please take Charlie for if your erection lasts for more than two hours. <laughs> no, don't. Oh, God. Do not. <laughs> Overruled. Okay, judges. Judge the round. All right. I think since, since Ezra was the active rules arbiter, I think Sarah has to be the decider. Sustained. Uh, this sustained also from this judge. And this judge awards the round to Chris for making Yay. archaeologically based jokes. This judge approves. <laughs> That, all right, so I have to go first in the second round then. Yeah, you go uh, first on this one. Here's why yeah. I think I would not like being the recipient of these letters. Because the book was as if I was that person, and I didn't enjoy it. 
Hmm. Are we supposed to trust your feelings about things, though? But it's my feelings for what my feelings will be. And in that case, I think they're very hmm. accurate. Chris, hmm. a chance to respond? I feel differently, Alex. Counter-arguments? You think I enjoy Question it? mark? <laughs> you feel like I enjoyed it. Is that what you're saying? I feel like my feelings to the contrary of your feelings are just as valid and emotionally accurate as your feelings. All right, all right. Ooh, this, this judge wants to hear more because this sounds juicy. <laughs> let's, Cat fight. Let's also get the feelingometer out here so we get some hard data. I think we should. Um, <laughs> that was just the feelingometer. Uh, get that person wheel. out of the feelingometer. <laughs> Why does that feelingometer keep telling me to wait? I don't understand. <laughs> Uh, so here, here's the problem with that, Chris. I mean, it's a very good point, and all feelings are valid, except my feeling is that your feelings should not be valid anymore. Thus, your feelings are no longer valid, and I win. Are, are any of these your thoughts... feelings don't affect my feelings, Alex, and my feelings that these letters would be a delight to receive. Wait, but my feelings do affect your feelings because I felt that they should, and all feelings are valid. This okay, judge okay, would like to ask if you've seen that scene in Labyrinth where the two-headed dudes ask that riddle. <laughs> No, I have not. No, I have. Oh, this judge says ignore that comment. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a great point. Okay. It really was. Um, um, let me make my point. Um, you know, regardless of the content, let's focus on the larger point here. Letters are nice to receive, and it's a good way to support the U.S. Postal Service, which is a commendable institution. This is something that our country can be proud of, that we have such a good postal service and you know what stamps weren't even expensive back then so in 1991 send a goddamn letter uh, uh question how much were stamps back then in today's dollars <laughs> oh in today's dollars oh god uh maybe 11 billion no no no, no. <laughs> they were they were roughly so the same price in today's dollars in 92 it'd be they were actually cheaper so dollars now? yeah when i when i was growing up stamps were 25 or 28 cents, yeah. which in today's dollars is about 33 cents. So we're overpaying for stamps compared to the 90s. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Sorry, I'm just Googling <laughs> some stuff. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Or at least I remember the 28. I remember the 28. Okay, it looks like Let's it was see. 29 at the time, yeah. and now it would be worth 48 cents. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And we currently pay how much? Less than that, I think. No, more than that. More than 48 cents? 50. What? All I, I mean, know is this judge knows that whenever she goes to oh, the Walgreens, right, they forget to give her the stamps she pays for. <laughs> oh no! Oh well, as I was as I was just about to say, stamps are unreliable because of Walgreens. What do you think, Judge Number Two? Oh, well, this judge fears this might be pandering. <laughs> <laughs> but also, How does that, that conversation about inflation was super confusing. Yeah. So this round goes to Alex. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. All right. Also, but, uh, this judge would like to note that she made it a tie. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. It all comes down to the ad hominem attack, doesn't it? it? Always well, does. that could also tie. That's true. I'm okay with a lot of ties here, guys. It frequently does come down to the ad hominem attack. Uh, since we are tied, uh, we play make it, take it, so I have to go first. No, we play yep. the opposite of make it, take it, because I went first the second time. So you have to go, Chris. What? I just like saying make it, take it. Uh, well, look, look. I'll go first. Here's what it is. <laughs> guys, really a, a coin flip will determine this. Okay. Who goes okay. first? Uh, can you mic it? Well, I don't have a coin. I have this. I have, I a, I have a patch from the, from Alex's wedding. I like the idea that you just no. imagine heads or tails, and we'd have to guess. <laughs> yeah. my mind. Okay. Do you want me to? I can mic a coin flip right now. We can get Rogue Squadron or back of Rogue Squadron. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go with front. Okay. 
Chris, what do you want to choose? I'll, I'll, I'll choose front. <laughs> also, no, of course I'll take that. It was back. It was back. Front. It was back. I'm sorry, guys. You both All get to go second. <laughs> Everybody loses oh. when letters happen. Okay, uh, uh, I'll go Whammy. first. So uh, okay. my yeah. ad hominem attack is, Chris. There is a proper balance in life between uh, feelings and thoughts, and and sometimes you need hard data, and sometimes you need just emotions. And you, according to the se- the second round. You feel too much. You need a little more logic in your life. You're like, you know, sometimes when you, when you are just logic, people call you a robot. You are the opposite of a robot. You're you're a nobot, a fleshbot. Oh, you are. Yeah, you're just you're just goop that feels that it's just very sensitive goop. That's what you are. You're like if sweatpants could feel, mm. and that is huh. an improper Ooh. balance for for. I don't know. I'm gonna take that as a compliment. Sweatpants are very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also hollow. Yeah. They're hollow inside, Chris. Also warm. It's so comfy. Yeah, also oh. also uh full of sweat and and sometimes directly rubbing up against somebody's junk. Also with this one This judge wants to tell you to get out of someone else's sweaty sweatpants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And and for my at home attack, uh-huh. I'm just going to say, "Huh, Alex, see you're still going with that look." <laughs> hmm. It sounds to you like I'm still going with this look. Mm. Yeah, Chris. Oh, we're here in the court. Chris, that was pretty catty. Can you can you punctuate with a with a meow sound for us? <laughs> wow. Wait, wait, doesn't it normally like that's like him calling sick burn on his own line? I think I have to meow for his cattiness. <laughs> All right, your turn. Meow. Oh, I'm sorry. Chris had a better meow. <laughs> Chris wins. <laughs> Yay, I win the debate. Wait, wait, why did you disagree with him, uh, this judge? I thought this judge had her own opinions. This judge loves some casual shade between friends. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I'm really bummed about losing this, but uh, at least I got all the stamps I paid for. (laughs) Yeah, this judge has never received a stamp in her life. (laughs) All right, now it's time for the second half of our compliment sandwich. We're going to go in reverse order of the way we went at the top, which means, Chris, you are up first. What is your minor compliment? Yeah, so I kind of alluded to this, or you might have guessed from some of my comments, but, um, you know, I actually liked a a lot of what this book did, or at least tried to do. Um, So, I mean, it's, you know, no real stretch to say, like, I was a pretty depressed kid for a little bit in high school, and the tone of this book captures a bit of what that feels like um and so good job i guess i remember reading this after i got out of that like depressed period someone was like oh you should read this it's so deep and i was like okay and and i read it and like i got the feeling of it and it made me feel sad but it didn't lead to any insights and that you know but regardless it made me feel sad the way that that other thing felt sad so yeah i feel like one of the things he was probably trying to do is not get on my nerves all the time and in that he failed but he achieved a lot sure. of the other things he was trying to do. I mean, I, I was a pretty bummed kid in middle school. And if I had found this, like, the idea that, like, someone as bummed as me could have made out with someone at some point <laughs> would have been really a, a great yeah. thing to look forward Weren't to. you already dating your wife And there's a light school? at the end of that. No, middle school was shit. Oh, okay. When did you meet her? High school. <laughs> <laughs> high school got a lot better. Yeah, clearly. How long yeah. into high school? 
Uh, well, we met like we had a class together for uh, like freshman year, but we didn't start going out to sophomore. First year. thing of high school. <laughs> yeah, we started Hello, going out to sophomore. Future year. wife. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, yeah, I mean, middle. The thing about that is that middle school is a bummer for everybody. High school is a bummer for a lot of people, but nobody liked middle school, right? Hmm. Yeah. Sarah, were you killing it in middle school? I wasn't killing it. I had a certain cachet amongst the nerdy boys. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, Probably hasn't changed. No, <laughs> me, it's never. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, yeah, of course everyone has a hard time with it. I mean, everyone is as ugly as sin when they're going through that awkward phase, you know? Like, no one actually likes themselves, but everyone overcompensates. It's like you yeah. have the cruelty mm. of a child and the hormones of an adult. Yeah. But, yeah. I, you know, it wasn't the worst. I, I've had harder times at other points in my life. I mean, that doesn't exactly perk me up, but, you know, as long as this nerd boy no. stay constant... Yeah, as long as they're there, no one will ever need to be a wallflower. <laughs> yeah, I guess one of the perks of being a wallflower is that there's all kinds of other wallflowers nearby, and it turns out you like the same music. Yeah. Yeah. Which is sort of like every click. Yeah, yeah it's I mean, kind the of a founding thing. I would, I would, I would yeah, we all like read, the same music. It's a very important I thing. I would definitely read perks of being a jock, because I'm curious. A jock flower? <laughs> that sounds gross. All right. I'd read that. That sounds like a fungus uh, that you get in the locker room. All right. Uh, Ezra, you are next. What is your minor compliment? Uh, wait, wait. <laughs> Hold on. Perks of being a jock flower, you get to hang out with a lot of fun guys. Uh, oh. Uh, huh? You stopped my show for that. <laughs> I'll delete it. Um, Okay, so actually, one thing I did like, uh, aside from you know, the idea that I could have discovered this you know, when it was helpful, uh, and I was 12, um, is that uh, I love that Charlie, in addition to you know, being a wallflower, can totally go like Hulk and beat the shit out of some people when he has to. Yeah, that was surprising. Because his brother is a jock and yeah. taught him how to fight like a jock. Yeah, which this is has like, come up in several books we've read where having an older brother who beats you up really makes you better later in life in a lot of things. Yeah, good for Ender, good for Charlie. Yeah. But yeah, I, just, I like it whenever you get a character who like... who you don't expect to be a badass and then like kind of like when they have to gets to be a badass i, I think it's yeah kind of a he fun has thing. A, what they call wallflower rage <laughs> mm-hmm. he knew exactly how to pick up a lunch tray to hit someone in the head with it well he's yeah. got especially strong forearms from holding up the wall <laughs> yeah. oh my god is he atlas yeah. Yeah. oh the perks of being a flying buttress <laughs> <laughs> all right so my minor compliment oh, is that uh, in addition to cookies candy grandma and pizza bones there's one other description he had that was actually kind of fun which was he described the rich ladies the rich person's house his girlfriend's parents house when they're rich he described it as it smelled like nobody lived there mm. oh, that's a great <laughs> smell though yeah exactly because smelling like people live there is not the best no yeah there's never like, oh, it smells like people lived there and they're making cookies all the time. No, it smells like people lived there and they, they should have left a little how while come, ago. How come no one has made oh. an underarm deodorant that smells like baking cookies? Ooh. Well, I mean, they you really want to be hungry when you accidentally smell yourself? Well, I mean, they have, they sell cookies, so you could just oh, like, yeah. you just like roll it on. So it's like 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 you buy like a roll of cookie dough and oh, just like sure. that's your that's your your roll, roll on, on uh, speed stick. Dough. Nothing yeah. like some butter underneath the pits. I always say. <laughs> oh god, just grease it up. Yeah, I just get like... some Pam spray, squirt, I, I squirt, think... squirt, squirt, squirt. Go with the dance. I think you're the problem with your theory, Ezra, is that it's not copyrightable. You want to or trademarkable. You really want to make your yeah. own patent pending formula. 
<laughs> Although, Alex, I did have a certain amount of cachet uh, with the kids who like cookies. <laughs> oh. I mean, that's most, co- that's most kids, right? I was very popular. <laughs> My deodorant was early magic cards. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right, uh, Sarah, that leaves you. What is your minor compliment? So this book had a lot of set pieces that seemed really geared to like speak to someone's experience at this age. And I could tell how all of them, you know, someone could relate to in some way. But there was one that I actually did relate to personally. Um, There's that part where he talks about driving through a tunnel and coming up on a city and seeing it like Mm -hmm. spread out below you. And if you have the right song on, that feels really important. And uh, living on the east side in Seattle, growing up there, like, you know, getting old enough to have my license and getting to drive to the city. There are definitely many routes you can follow that go out on like a beautiful view of the city. And I have some very clear memories of, like, you know, coming home from college and playing uh, the first MGMT album and driving to Seattle. And it felt very similar to that. So that was one point in the book where I was like, yeah, you got that exactly right. Like, that is how that feels. There was there were some other set pieces that felt really reminiscent of things that I, I've experienced before, too. Like, sleeping in the back of a car. I've done that. Mm-hmm. How was it for you? It was fine. All it's right. not, not as good as a bed, but, you know, like, if, you're, if you have all you have is a yeah. car, it's a pretty good setup. Yeah, it's below bed, but it's above street. Yeah, certainly above street. I mean, it's, mm. it's above a lot of things, like sewer, uh, oh, scrapyard. Yeah. Miles above sewers and scrapyards. Yeah. Unless unless there's, like, a, a bed in the scrapyard that's, like, maybe, like, a, a trundle bed. Cause I yeah, is it that. scraps of mattress yard? <laughs> <laughs> that might be all right. Like the uh, like the landing pit off a trampoline in a kid's gym. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tramp- oh, that'd be pretty good. Yeah, the cheese foam. Yeah. yeah. That, that's above car. I would love there to be a trampoline Although, you don't know ground. what kind of liquids that stuff is soaked up if it's outdoors. Well, I don't it's know. Got, just got, it's just full of cookie dough smell. It's mine. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's just soaked up butter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, that's it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we will be back again next week. Next week, we're talking about a very Sarah Palin Christmas. We're going to be reading her new Oof. book about the war on Christmas, Good Tidings and Great Joy. And it's called that because Christmas is hella winning this war. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't think anyone's saying like, oh, yeah, Hanukkah's going to pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christmas is winning. So we're going to be reading that. I am really excited about it. Join us next although, week. Although I think maybe like Hanukkah like an elastic effort just started going after Thanksgiving this year, which I am all it for. Did. It did. Like, it beat up It beat up a little bit of Thanksgiving. You hate Thanksgiving? No, I no, I love it. I just I like the idea of just, uh, you know, imperialism when, whenever possible. Just Westward <laughs> Oh, expansion. yeah. Just just holidays colonizing <laughs> other holidays. Exactly. Like you. Uh, well, I do like randomness then. I yeah, think you, I think you like Havoc. Yeah. You like mayhem. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm chaotic good. I would really enjoy if other holidays creeped to the way Christmas did, where if it was like a week before Christmas, there were chocolate Easter bunnies everywhere in stores. I would enjoy oh God. that. Yeah. And people like, already this is getting ridiculous <laughs> with this Easter shenanigans. I to yeah. celebrate Easter until after Christmas. Yeah, or like Happy New Year, and then the, the 4th of July, like banners and flags start like unfurling. <laughs> oh, yeah, or if like, if just like, just a couple weeks into January, malls start playing Halloween music. 
Which is <laughs> just... Or like if on Christmas everything's for Christmas. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was the that was the intense thing about this year is that Christmas started before Thanksgiving and it's actually for next Christmas. It's just <laughs> they're starting a year. Oh no, we're going into Christmas debt. I think we're just pulling Christmases forward, but we'll eventually we'll run out of them. Well, we are reaching peak Christmas. I think I mentioned that today. <laughs> That's all the love. Yeah. Also peak yeah, love. We're, yeah. We're full on a lot of things. Also, I'm not sure if I understand the concept of peak in this case. Um, <laughs> no, I'm quite sure you don't. Anyway, good tidings. Great joy. Sarah Palin next week here. Uh, if you have any feedback for us, go to facebook.com slash read it and weep. Uh, let us know. Uh, let us know w- whether or not you would enjoy getting a letter from Charlie. I'm curious. Weigh in on the debate and whether or not you think there is enough love in the world because I suspect if you were to measure it all, there's a, there's a decent amount. Also, I didn't mention this before, but the law of conservation of love. You can't create love, only take it away from somebody else. So, wish I'd thought of that earlier. That's Untrue. a pretty funny point. Anyway, uh, huh. I'm, gonna de- I'm declaring an immediate mistrial. <laughs> Wait, is it, it is law and order then after all? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Great. I mean, we did hear the guitar riff. I think that means it's law and order. Anyway, uh, so that's it. That's next week. Oh, and also you can tweet at us at read underscore weep and let us know if uh, what you think about that either of those concepts uh, I mean if you want to hear get letters from Charlie you can also just read the book that's what that is so that mm-hmm. is out there go to fa- go you can go to uh, readweep.com slash Amazon and buy it there it's probably pretty cheap but so have a have a great holiday and thanks for thanks for buying the gift uh, Sarah the greatest friend who's ever lived and it's really sweet of you I hope you and Caitlin both had a great you know I hope you enjoyed it I hope you feel like your holiday has not been ruined by us and and as always no refunds. Nope, not a one. We have already <laughs> um, spent this money on uh, cookie dough scented cookie deodorant. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, thanks for joining us this week at Ezra Fox and at C. Walter Smith. Of course. Uh, yeah. And thanks for being here at Sarah Hathaway. Still pretty new on Twitter. Everybody should go follow her because she's, she's killing it. Oh, thank you. Uh, thanks for having me on as well. Thank you, ladies, for requesting me. Uh I hope my opinions weren't too, you know, out there. Too festive. <laughs> yeah, too festive for all of you guys out there. <laughs> also, if you're in Chicago, make sure to check out Meridian at IO Chicago. Yes, please. Basically and all the if time. you're, yeah, all the time. And if you're into crafting, I write a weekly column for the website Hello Giggles where I do crafts. Do you really? Really? I do. Yes, I do. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. So if you want some easy sewing projects and uh, lots of pictures and easy to follow instructions. Um, my column generally comes out on Mondays or Tuesdays on hellogiggles.com. Well, Wait, I, that's that's a Zoe Deschanel site. She could tell us uh, that who mean that we need to erase the Zoe Deschanel reference. Yeah. Because... <laughs> Are we upsetting your your one of your employers? Oh, no, that's okay. But you, yeah, uh, you're definitely our connection if we want to have that dance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hook you guys up. Oh, it's close personal friends, OD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, it's been fun. We'll talk to everybody next week. Uh, look forward to that that Christmas episode. Bye, everybody. Psh.